Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles Show. Tonight, my friends, a long-awaited show, long-awaited show, a special Tuesday night spiritual night tonight with much to share. When Jesus Calls Me Home, a very special Tuesday night spiritual night show. I'm so glad to be back with you. Let's let the music play us in. Welcome, my friends, to tonight's special Tuesday night, spiritual night, of the Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. I'm so glad to be back with you. It's been a couple weeks. We've had a summer, my friends, with different things. And, you know, being humans and experiencing life. That's, that's it. And we should, you know, I share what's happening with my life with you. And many of you share through your emails and reaching out. And being mind, body, spirit, friends, and family, what's happening. And my friends, we've had some things happen. It's been a summer. And if you were with us a couple weeks ago, we had the show. And if you did, if you haven't listened, my friends, it's going to tie in so much into what tonight is. Uh, originally, tonight's show was going to be a couple weeks ago. It's, it's been moved around a couple times. And uh, we did a show called Love is the Answer just a couple weeks ago. It was a Monday night script show. It was a welcome back Monday night show after the wedding, pre and post wedding and uh, lots of other things happening in life. And it, it was a beautiful show. If you haven't listened, listen, my friends. And, and these two shows are going to come together in a pretty beautiful way. Uh, we also that week had a Wednesday night show where we had Adam Bodie with us and Tracy Arkindizi. It was a Reiki master massage therapy spiritual practitioner and sound healer, and she came on and we talked about the vibrations, vibrations of our lives, 
the vibrations, and how so many things that seem completely unrelated or, or wouldn't have an impact, everything's based on those vibrations. And one of the things I've learned since that show is how that when a kitten purrs, when our cats purr, it is at a certain vibration that can be very healing to different parts of not just their body, but our body. So that's it's a whole nother show. We'll do it another time. But it was an interesting thing. We had just done our vibration show and I was watching some programs and they were talking about cats and, and vibrations and different things. To, but, and and that, I thought that was amazing that their purr is very healing and very soothing to them. And literally, it vibrates at such a rate that it can be healing to certain cells and certain parts of their bodies and ours as well. So uh, and some interesting stats there about, you know, I'm, I, I, I have cats and dogs in my life, so I'm a both, not either or. Uh, I think they both have amazing benefits in your life and amazingly bring things to your life. And there's lots of studies that show that. Some interesting things there is that having, um, having a kitten uh, can reduce many issues uh, in your life, uh, heart issues. Uh, anxiety and stress, soft tissues as the tissues. Uh, uh, Jim, who's always with us and helping in many ways, let me know it's the soft tissues that that purr, that kitten purr, helps with healing both humans and and the kittens and probably the other animals around. Who knows how a life works? <laughs> and then we've had some time. This show was originally well, it's originally was been pushed around a couple times. Uh, we moved this show for different reasons before the before and after the wedding. And then we had it all lined up to be to be the following show after the Love is the Answer show and the vibrations of life. We did we did learn some things. We're gonna do some better things. Tracy's music that she made and the sounds that she created during that show were amazing. Some of them translated well over the blog talk, some did not. We're gonna work on that. Um, and and come up with better and better ways because I can tell you having done it in person and having been there both with her and Elizabeth uh, and more recently with Tracy when she plays some of the things, it is it is amazing. It is, there's the different vibrations that the different bowls and instruments and, and bells and chimes make in conjunction with the Reiki work and the chakra work that she does at the same time is amazing. And I'm, I'm doing it again next week to help with the healing from what I'm going through. So our show, When Jesus Calls Me Home, was originally going to be uh, a couple weeks ago. I think either on, on Friday or Saturday we had scheduled it. And uh, as life would have it, a couple weeks ago, Friday, it has been, uh, today is, I don't know, Tuesday. So uh, from the, around the 4th, we'll just say it that way, on the 4th of August, uh, I started having a I thought I was just having some sinus infection, maybe a little sinus disturbance from the heat, from the dust. I'd been doing some dusting and cleaning that day for a friend. And over that weekend, I found out, nope, something's really going on. And it, my sinuses and the whole right side of my face just was very swollen, not any pain or very little discomfort, we'll say at that point. Um, really was confused about what was happening. You know, and um, I have some dental work that I'm in the process of having happen, and and I put off a couple things, but it didn't feel like my teeth were really hurting. But then come Sunday of that weekend, uh, I got up from a nap, and it was so much worse that my partner and our friend and housemate was like, "Hey, you've got to go in." 
So I went to an urgent care, and sure enough, there was a really bad tooth infection, even though it wasn't hurting, and that can happen sometimes. It was definitely causing problems, and those problems were probably worse than I thought. <laughs> you know, the doctor I met with really encouraged me to quickly make some decisions, which I have, <laughs> to get some work done that needed to be done. And um, and I had a week of antibodies, which don't do well with me, uh, and some other medications. This, and I met with the dentist uh, this past week. I thought this past week I was going to have the oral surgery. It turns out it is tomorrow. And that's one reason we're doing the show tonight, <laughs> because I wanted to, this show has been so much on my heart and my mind and my soul to bring to life and to reach out and to share with y'all. And I knew that coming with you tonight, we didn't expect this last break in this illness, but I am feeling better. But tomorrow I will be having oral surgery. I ask for your prayers and meditations that that all goes smoothly and well. And I will be off until next week. We won't have a show this week on Wednesday or Friday. And I won't post the new show is coming up until I know I'm ready and we're ready to do it. I'm hoping it can be by the 13th or 14th. At the worst, it'll be the 16th. I'm also working on bringing in some guests uh, very quickly into the, into the rest of August. So we're going to have some good shows coming up. And I do ask for your prayers and your meditations. And thank you for your patience. We have about almost 60 shows now that you can come and listen to. Um, one thing we've talked about in the past is uploading some of our past shows. We still, we have over 200 shows in total. And when we made some shifts, we had to maneuver and take some of them down. We now have the room to bring a lot of those back. So I will, as I can, in the next few days while we're down, be uploading some of those best of shows that we've had over the years, going all the way back to 2014 and 2015, with some good guided meditations and some spiritual experiences for you. <laughs> and my friends, I am so happy to be back with you. Uh, and I can say there's this particular show, and that's happened a lot recently, and I've realized that, that sometimes when a show has been, we've had to move it for different reasons, along the way, I keep getting more inspirations and more guidance and more awareness of what I can share and how I can bring maybe a little bit more experience and depth to what we're going to talk about, what we're going to share. And I know already tonight <laughs> that this is going to be the beginning of a journey. And we have, we've been on a journey together. And that's why I go back to that show, Love is the Answer, where we talk to you about how love is the answer of experiencing all of who you are. Love of self, love of your life, and love of others is key to your happiness, to your experience being full of happiness and joy, even when it runs the spectrum of, of emotions. Easy for me to say, right? And my friends, so much in the last couple of weeks for myself and the experiences, I can honestly say, you know, over the past couple of years, if you've been listening to the show, I've had some experiences. We've had some medical things and some some things that we've worked through. I thought about what I shared at Love is the Answer. I shared about, you know, my partner and going through what he did at, uh, at the end of our wedding weekend. And then, you know, and, and then I felt, you know, just a couple of weeks later, here I was having going through some things. And we, we each took our turn of being there for each other and helping each other through a really tough time. 
and and that's what love's about and that's what partnership's about and uh my friends it's it's really the key and it's so simple and yet given the experience of our lives and just recently in the last two days i've been on a uh, live stream show called the rise and thrive and it's all about overcoming your fears and judgments and thriving bringing your missions and your inspirations to life uh, i did share that on our facebook pages if you're not on facebook and you'd like a link to it, it was a live stream i was on last night and then we did what was called a backstage conversation and we talked about this very same thing about love and about what happens in our lives when as humans we have free choice which means every human has free choice and so there's our friends our family the people we're connected to the, the communities we grow up in the churches and schools that we might be around they all influence our perception of self and our perception of life and for those and it's far too many i spoke with a client today and then spoke with some other people that uh had come to be with us today and you know it's you know it so many of us do experience trauma and abuse sometimes intentionally sometimes because the person who's doing the abuse or doing the trauma is uh intentionally doing it often because they also suffered abuse they also suffered and they they did not break the chain they did not heal they did not bring love in they suffered maybe for their whole life in judgment and fears and in judgments of self and self-hate and life hate and hate of others to the point at which they took whatever abuse they suffered out on whoever they determined deserved it based on their gender their sexuality their ethnicity <laughs> fill in the blank and we live in a world when they think about the title of this show when jesus calls me home i thought there's some people because i said when jesus calls me home they might go i don't know if i want to listen to that show <laughs> why because so many people right now in the name of jesus are doing incredibly horrible and hurtful and judgmental and damaging things and it's sad and it's horrible and it's been present in our world being honest being open being well studied and we've talked about it on the show before you know i describe myself as a christian buddhist druid and i am proud and do own and i'm going to talk about it tonight my piece of being christian and what really being christian is and it hurts my heart and soul as it does so many other pastors and spiritual people who are being truly Christian and reaching out to help those that need the most and not having any judgment, but loving those and doing unto the least of these and helping your neighbor and loving each other and healing each other. But we're not the loudest voices sometimes. The loudest voices are out there in the name of Christ spewing judgment and hate to the point that to the point that evangelical a, a not all because I know I have some good friends of mine that are beautiful and general evangelical Christians but the very conservative piece of the evangelical movement 
have spent their time and their resources and their money going into other countries. And recently, when some countries have passed the death penalty for being LGBTQ, the death penalty, they, American evangelicals, help make that happen in the name of Christ. Unbelievable. And in my book, my friends, also unforgivable. There's a lot, you know, I do believe that, you know, to know everything is to forgive everything, but you must seek forgiveness. You must realize the hatred and judgment and fear in your heart. And then realizing that and realizing the harm you've done, and there have been people, the people from the Exodus movement. For years here in this country, there was this whole movement about we're going to convert the gays. And we've got to have all this success. And all we have to do is, is we bring in the spiritualism and we do this. And then, and then those people, at least were honest. And the very founders came out and said, we lied. And we were wrong. God created each and every one of us. And we should celebrate each other. And we should love on each other. And we should allow the love, the, allow the awareness to the love of Christ, the love of the love energy of the universe that's present for everyone in every moment. And that's true of those that have made some really bad decisions and jumped on some really bad bandwagons and done some really bad things. At any moment, they can allow their hearts and their souls and their minds to be aware and to come back to love, love of self, love of humans, love of our planet. love of each other, each other being every living thing we're surrounded by, every beautiful life form we share this experience of being human with. And we don't have to look very hard at our world to realize we've got some work to do, my friends. We haven't been doing the greatest job about much of that. And I know that Sometimes the loudest voices, when I was on the live stream yesterday and we talked about how the forces of abuse and judgment and fear can become generational and that, and that it just causes more and more abuse and more trauma and more hurt. And, and at times it can seem like we are losing this battle. If there's a battle between love and light and judgment and hate, between humanly defined light and darkness, we've talked about that before, I'm going to leave it at that right now. Humanly defined light and darkness, it can seem that love and light is losing. It can seem because the loudest voices you listen to, whether they're political or religious or community-driven, the loudest voices you hear can be those voices of judgment, those voices of hate, those voices of these people, whatever they are, less than. Whether it's a homeless person of any background, or whether it's someone of a certain ethnic background, or a certain gender, or a certain sexuality. Again, insert your hate here, <laughs> because once you have one, it's easy to have a bunch. And it's funny how they usually do. When Jesus calls me home. And for me, when I think back to some of the words of Jesus, when he talked about, and I've shared it on the show before, he said, you know, there's going to come a time when most of the people out there 
that will be claiming, I'm paraphrasing here, most of the people out there who claim to come in my name, who claim to represent me, will not. Most of them will not. And the way you will know the difference is by their hearts, by their soul, by that vibration or energy that comes from them. Is it a vibration of love? Is it a vibration of compassion? Is it a vibration that celebrates both the beautiful thing and creation that they are and the beautiful and creation and thing that you are? Then you know it's from me. If it's not that, it's not from me. It's not from the love energy of the universe. And that for me, when I describe myself as a Christian Buddhist druid, it, for me, encompasses the growth of spiritualism and spirituality in my life. The understanding that I've allowed myself to know. I've allowed myself to know and be aware that many of the stories in the Bible, from Noah to Jesus, predate by thousands of years the times that are purported to have happened. Don't throw the baby Jesus out with the bathwater. Doesn't mean that, oh, just because this existed or that existed, that can't be true. But I know so many people, especially, again, in the very conservative, very tight evangelistic piece of Christianity that is so judgmental and also so regimented that the earth is only 6,000 years old, that it doesn't matter we've discovered civilizations that go back 30, 50, 100, 250,000 years. There are people here. It's okay. It's all right. Doesn't have to change anything. That there was one flood that flooded the whole earth and one person did this thing. And even though we now know that this thing couldn't, you know, in its, its original tale, I'm talking about Noah, you know, there was no way Noah had every single animal on the planet in that boat. Now he could have had animals from around where he was. He could have, he, you know, and, we, and the, one of the things, one of the big, great theological dives that I took in time was to dive into the story of Noah. And you know what? There's stories of Noah from all over the world. Different name, different person. And guess what? There were floods all over the world. <laughs> if civilizations go back 30, 50, 100,000 years, they went through some stuff. And it happened. And it happened here and here and there and there and there and there and there. And does it make it... Does it just destroy everything if there just wasn't one person in one flood? No. No, if anything, it speaks, it speaks volumes to the connectivity of our experience, doesn't it? And for each of those people in each of those parts of the world, the world they knew flooded. <laughs> the description was not wrong. They at that time did not know if they were living on the, on the Egyptian Nile or they were living in North America, or they were living in Asia, or they were living in Africa, that they, were, they had no idea there were peoples all over the place. <laughs> that hadn't happened yet. It's, just, it's okay. But we get caught up in such defined pieces of humans' words or humans' explanations that we forget the true, real, honest, bigger picture of the universe. So I can say that I began studying and experiencing my life, learning about Christian, learning about Jesus, 
and finding parts about Jesus in the Bible that I just love and made sense to me and brought goodness to me. And the Bible is never meant to be a book that I tell you what it means. The Bible is meant to be a book that you tell you what it means. I have had verses that I've read or have been impactful in my life that have meant one thing one day and another thing three days later because each of our individual experiences are different. And that's okay. I've learned that the love consciousness of the universe that we've talked about, to me, Jesus embodied that. Jesus' principles, whether he was a man that walked this earth or a myth, and I believe personally that there was a Jesus that started what we now know as the modern-day church. He didn't start it. He got started in spite of him. Listen to other stories, and you'll figure that one out. We're going down that rabbit hole tonight. But in spite of him, a church was born. Because we could, there's a case for Christ. There's actually a really good book called The Grace for Christ. There's a case that that particular dude did exist, that the things he did did happen. There's also some thoughts that the people around him knew the prophecies that he had to fulfill and worked to make that happen. That's okay, too. We have to also admit that during the time period that that Jesus existed, every year, every year, for hundreds of years, there could be anywhere from several hundred to a thousand people that claim to be the Messiah, that came to be a chosen one. And who's to say that they each weren't in their own way? Not me. I can say that the teachings, and maybe even the combined teachings, the teachings of this one that I learned of, that I saw, that I experienced, were teachings of love, were teachings of acceptance, were Jesus going up to every place in every town, going up to the lepers, going up to the prostitutes, or going up to the people that were poor, or going up to the people that were the most hated, and going to those people and saying, you're changed today. Your heart and my heart are connected. You feel love. I love you. You know I love you. You know that love's real. That love will change you, and it already has. And you know what he didn't do? He didn't go into the town and go to the most popular people or go to the most popular visiting places or hang out with the best place and best people in town. He purposely went to all of those that had been judged less than by their society. Recently, one of the most shocking things I heard, but not really shocking given the moment we live in in time, was a pastor sharing, and, and I, I will look him up and share about him, in a future episode, because I think his book would be very, very well worth reading. And he's, he's a Christian like me that believes in the true principles of Christ. And he was talking to a pastor friend of his who shared with him, who shared with him that he had done a sermon on turning the other cheek and helping the least of these. And a few of his spiritual family came up to him and said, what is going on? Why? That was the most woke-ass message I ever heard in my life. What's going on? I thought we were, what, I don't understand what's happening in this church. Not kidding. And the pastor turned to the person and said, well, those were the teachings of Jesus. What I was talking about, there, those are things that Jesus said. As Christians, we should be doing and practicing in our lives. That's Jesus' words. And the person said, 
If that's true, <laughs> if that's true, like the pastor wouldn't know. If that's true, then that was for another time, not for now. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's how far we've come. That's how far we've gone. That's how far we've abandoned. For another time. Really, for another time? You know what? It was for that time and this time. You know what was happening in that time? In that time, Jesus' friends, family, ethnic group was being occupied and was barely allowed to even practice their religion or practice being who they were without persecution, without death, sometimes. So it was real relevant then, and yet so relevant now because here we are. Here we are where, like we've talked about before, you know, and it, again, I, I love the teachings of Christ and the teachings of love. I don't love what all the followers have done. I don't love that for thousands of years we've been warring each other, killing each other, wiping out, performing genocide on other races or natives to their to their particular lands because we somehow saw them as less than and we somehow saw that as what Jesus would do. Now. I've often said to understand, you know, it's quoted Buddhist saying, to understand everything is to forgive everything. And I do understand that. Even the hardest ones to forgive. Even the ones right now that are spewing hate. I can understand that they've limited their experience, that they've been molded or that they've allowed themselves to be kind of caught up in hate and caught up in judgment and they don't even realize yet. Or maybe they haven't had that moment where their heart opens up to the real love of the universe, the real love of the Christ consciousness in their life or in the world. So I can understand that maybe coming from a place of hurt, coming from a place of coercion, coming from a place of forced indoctrination that we all have a little bit of scattered in our lives, in our countries, in our ways of being, that, there, that it's easy to get caught up in something. I can discern that they can make a choice at any time to be different. That if they stop for a moment with the hate and the fear and the judgment, which is almost always, if not always, self-loathing that turns into loathing everyone else as well. I'm a horrible sinner. I'm damned to hell. I better jump through a thousand hoops because I've done so many horrible, horrible things in my life that I just... Uh, you know, and so if I'm that way, so is everybody else. Oh my gosh! And some of them are way worse. I can understand how that mentality can be so hard to break out of or break free from, but I can discern that as humans, we have free choice in our lives to bring awareness, to bring connection to heart and mind and body and spirit, to bring a healing if we've been hurt or damaged, or abused, to bring a healing to ourselves. And that first step, we talked about it on the Rise and Thrive program, the first step is reaching out to someone and say, I am hurting. I need help. I need some healing. Some bad things have happened to me, and I have gone this many days, months, or years suffering because of it. 
and I want to be healed. I want to be different. I'm going to experience life in a different way. And the beautiful thing is, by design, you can. Because your life by design, by design of the one, by design of your soul, came to experience many things for yourself and with others. And the both delicious and horrifying part of being human is we have free choice, every single one of us. So we can make a choice based on our mind and our body, which is based on our experience or our abuse or our struggle. And that choice creates the chaos. For years I've been trying to understand and I've had people come to me and they say, Charles, is life about, you know, we come here and we experience things and our, our souls come and they know they're going to experience all these different things. And then, and so everything's predestined. Everyone we meet, every moment that happened, it was going to happen. No. And that doesn't make sense from its time it comes out of your mouth. <laughs> because we have free choice. Everyone who is a human, anyway, has free choice. And that free choice is the chaos factor. It's true. We came down here to meet and connect, and I have so much more to share about that, and already looking at the time, I know where I'm going to go, and we're going to talk about more things, but we definitely came here to connect with people. Whether there are, there, there are people in my life, and I can trace it back. I can trace back to my wife who, how we became friends, how we started dating, how we were so on and off again, how we, you know, we were the best of couples and then the worst of couples at moments. And yet we stuck together. And for years I thought, you know what? And we did because of my daughter, right? Because my daughter was born. She's beautiful. Now I have grandkids. My wife and I talked about it together. If for no other reason, we stuck together for that. And then in our conversations together and in my experience of life in the world, I was able to, you know, we, we were able to talk with each other. And I said, you know, Laura, it was much more than that. And she grew up in Spokane and I grew up in Michigan, Iowa and spent a little time in South Carolina. Somehow we both ended up in Orlando, Florida. Somehow. Chaos versus experience. Chaos versus what our soul came here to experience. And our souls went through a lot of different things to end up in Florida together and have my daughter. And then my wife being from here and me having a dream one night saying the rest of your life starts there. And back then, no Google, so we had to grab out the old atlas. And I looked at it. And I didn't even know where Spokane, where I live now, was. And I pointed and said, it's this area. And my wife's like, that's where Spokane is. And we moved here. And then I met my partner that helped raise my daughter. And then I met the mentors mentally, physically, spiritually, professionally, and personally in my life that would change my life in un unbelievable and beautiful ways and change my mission. And then I met my next partner. And then I met my one, the one that I'm with now, the one that I married. And all that traces back to my life in Florida. And the fact of how we almost didn't meet at all, and then we did, and then we weren't going to stay together, and we were just going to be friends, and then one thing and the other thing, and here I am. And 
that one connection connected everything else. So do I believe that we come here and we are connected and we have people that we are connected to and we connect with? Absolutely, freaking lose. And the people that I've been connected to in the different and beautiful parts of my life, from my daughter to my beautiful partners that have shared a part of my life, to the wonderful one I share my life with now, in each moment, in each experience, at each time, we needed each other and we helped each other. And then we grew and and created what we needed to in our own lives. Those connections were powerful. There are these beautiful connecting points in your life that are going to happen and do happen. You know what? The chaos is you get to decide how long it is between point A and point B and what the experience along the way is. I have seen and we've all seen times in our life when a particular job, a particular person or a particular experience comes around and we go, no, not ready. Comes around, no, not ready. Comes around, no, not ready. Oh, now, okay. (laughs) We know it. If you're aware and you're observant and you're connected to your life, you can look at points of your life where you see that it was cycling. Are you ready for this yet? No, not quite yet. I'll go do this for a while. Okay. Are you ready yet? No, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Are you ready now? Oh my gosh, I'm so ready. I've been ready my whole life. Can I do it now? (laughs) There are connectors and they're beautiful and they're wonderful and we can celebrate them. The chaos is the free choice. Our life is shaped by our mind. We become what we think. Another beautiful Buddha. (laughs) Our life is shaped by our mind. We become what we think. That's why mind, body, and spirit is so important to the healing and to the experience of life. Because we all go through hurts, and some of us far worse than others. And that's not a judgment. That's a discernment. I've worked with people that I know have suffered far worse than I did. And I know what I went through wasn't always a cakewalk. (laughs) sometimes you know I used to put that down I had a friend one time I was like oh my you know he goes I've heard you a few times with people say oh my gosh your experience was so much worse than mine I'm so sorry he's like don't you're discounting yourself your experience was also pretty rough there my friend and you came out the other side (laughs) so let's be you know don't put yourself down I was like I see what you're saying that's not my intention That's not what I'm trying to say, but you're right. You're right. Damage is damage. Abuse is abuse. I get it. I get it. And I've said on the Rise and Thrive show, I've said it every time I mention it, none of my parents, you know, not not that they were all perfect and every moment wasn't wasn't blessed. They were humans too. But, that you know, they didn't know until I was an adult, things that happened. It was not because of their fault or their their doing something wrong, (laughs) you know. But our life is shaped by our mind. We become what we think. That's why it's so important when we're in negative spaces that we work, that we reach out to somebody or that we do some meditation and some spiritual connection or some awareness or some therapy that helps you to go through. And my friends, it helps. I know so many people, and we talked about that in the shows yesterday. I talked about that with some people today. People will be so avoidant of doing hypnotherapy or doing guided meditation or going into deep healing. And it's, I get it. I was there, right? You're afraid if I bring something up or if I have to face this or I have to go through this, even if you're going to heal it, it's going to hurt, right? Yes. Yes. But as my one friend says, it hurts so good because the hurts, the last hurts. 
It's just like me having these teeth pulled tomorrow. You know, these teeth that have been hurting or causing problems. Once they're gone, <laughs> I won't. Buh, buh, teeth. <laughs> We're going to have replacements at that time of my life. And I, and I won't have to experience that hurt or that pain or that infection anymore. And our mind is the biggest organ in our body. So when our mind is hurting, when our mind is hurting itself because it hurts so much, and we live in a world where suicide has become a leading cause of death in several age groups and has crept up into like the top 10. The people can hurt so much or feel so little for themselves and their life that despite having people around them that they love, despite having experiences that are beautiful and amazing, despite the fact that whatever's happening in this moment, however uncomfortable, more moments are coming. And if you're willing to take that leap towards healing, that leap towards balance, that leap towards wholeness, the journey and the adventure and the experience is so worth it. I could leave these teeth in and I've already left them in too long, my friends, the ones that need to go. Because I've been debating between dentures and implants and different procedures and blah, blah, blah. But I even let that occupy me for too long and lead to a place where I got very sick. Our minds are the biggest organ in our body and it's what, it's what create our brains connected to our body and connected to our soul. If I have an infection in my brain, if I have some trauma that's affecting my brain chemistry, that's affecting my thoughts, that's affecting my ability to celebrate who I am and to really love who I am, you know, and it's not just, bam, here's a magic meditation and now you're all healed. It doesn't work that way. It's a great and an awesome tool towards the healing. And interestingly enough for me, recently in my practice, and not just recently, over the years, I just had another person today approach me about doing sessions. And she said, and my counselors say I'm done, but I'm ready for the next ready level of healing. So many of the people I work with, <laughs> all of them right now, have had that very thing said. Your counseling piece is done, and now they come to me for a deeper that next step of deeper healing and the tools that they need to be able to continue to heal themselves through meditation, through self-connection, through self-love, through self, through exercising self-healing in every moment that they can be aware and allow themselves to become more in their inspiration and in their wisdom and in their power than in the infection of abuse, of trauma, of hate. We can't magically create a world where everybody's going to be like Jesus and everybody's going to come in and do truly Jesus, <laughs> who will come and love those who need the most love right now, not the ones that seem to have it all going on. The ones that are struggling to find that love and to own that love and to experience that love for themselves, those are the ones that were called to help, that were called to rescue, that were called, called to heal. 
And that's what Jesus meant when he said we can heal each other. We can heal each other in very many, and 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 we could have we've had some shows about that. The power of prayer, the power of energy, the power of vibration. My friends, we can heal each other in magical ways. It has to start with us. If we're going to create a beautiful, healing, loving vibration in our life and in our world and in our families and in our experience, it starts with us. And it starts with us realizing that there are going to be moments in our lives that we got to get heat pulled. There are going to be moments in our life that we have to do some healing. There are going to be some moments in our, if I want to make a big garden out back, there's going to be some work in that. I'm going to have to dig up some dirt. I'm going to have to pull out the weeds. I'm going to have to do all these things. I'm going to plant some seeds. I'm going to water it. I'm going to fertilize it. Then I'm going to eat delicious food. <laughs> but I had to do some things to get it. I can't just look outside and say, magic food grow. Yet, anyway, right? Can we get there with our mind, body, spirit? Maybe. Maybe. We're not there yet. <laughs> we, but you know what? It's a combination. Because if I go out there and I dig up that garden and I dig up that ground and I plant those seeds and I do all these things, I'm putting my energy into it, not just my physical energy. I talked about that before with plants. If you know my plants, if you look around my house, the plants that are mine are big and beautiful and celebrated every day. Well, if I'm being honest, I have a mint plant that's not doing really great but it needs to be planted with this other mint plants and I'm going to do it. So it'll be happy. But the other plants are great. That one wants to be with his friends. He misses his friends. He wants to be with his friends. He deserves that. I don't know why I call it he, but there, you know, that's the human part of us. We want to label everything, you know, is this, that, or the other thing. <laughs> plants are likely not he or she, and yet I name them such, or they, them, you know, they're ones that get, you know, so it's like, you know, as we become aware, as we know, as we experience. Two most important days of your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. The two most important days of your life are the day that you are born and the day that you find out why. The most pithy and amazing Mark Twain wrote that. And I would add just a tiny bit, and I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to mess with Mark Twain because he's like the Einstein of, of, of writing and philosophy to me in a lot of ways because he believes in mind, body, and spirit, and he believes in comedy, and he believes in laughter, and he believes in joy. But anyway, the most important, the two most important days of your life, the day you're born, and the day you find out why. And my asterisk to that would be the days you find out why. The moments that you end up going, this is why I'm here. And we've had them. And even if you're in dark, one of your darkest moments listening to tonight's show, my friends, allow yourself to remember the moments right now that you knew why you were here. That you were the one that was there for someone at a time that they needed and no one else could be there, and you were. Or you experienced coming together and having a moment of inspiration a moment of mind, body, spirit experience that changed your life and it was because you were with the person you were with or the human animal babies you were with because <laughs> I've had many of those and we talked about some of those on the show. Uh, you knew. I look at my life right now and I look at my beautiful current puppet baby, Sarah Bells and kitten baby and they're not babies they're of age but you know have you know three and three and seven five something whatever a little bit the kitten and patty the you know and COVID came 
and 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 the two dogs, Patty and Cerebells, my uh, one of my best friends and housemate, his dog welcomed Cerebells, and then COVID happened, and we all had to be closing together. And there were times that we were watching Patty and Cerebells together, and myself, my partner, our friend, other friends that would come over, we'd share with them. We'd be like, you know what? That this was meant to be. We were meant to have them at this time, and they were there together, and this worked out perfectly because they were there together. And and then you back up a little further, and you, and then we, you know, my partner and I realized how lucky we've been to be able to go through the the COVID and post COVID and and everything with the and for me twice having shared space with this beautiful friend that we share space with that so many things wouldn't have been able to happen if if that connection weren't in place and it goes out many directions we have a joke here in spokane that there's two degrees of separation you know you're going to talk to somebody who knows somebody and they know you and we impact each other our vibrations like we talked about on the show about vibrations the love being the answer because my friends what our life you know, I'm sharing about my life, my experiences, my awareness is about what our life is about. You know, what are those moments? They're going to be a little different for each of us, aren't they? What are those days? What are those moments when you found out why you came? And there have been some. I know I've, I've worked with clients. I've worked with people before. And I've shared this quote before. And I've had people say, I don't know. I don't know if there's any. Really, really get in a good, relaxed connected space into your mind, body, and spirit, and start allowing yourself to jot down the times in your life that you know that your connection to somebody or something is part of why you were here. The two most important days of life, the day you're born and the day you find out why. And I think the finding out why is a is an ongoing discovery. There are moments that I shared with you tonight about the connections and the beautiful experiences that I've had in my life. And I, and I can, and I can create a series of dots and it's a series of connections and go, if it weren't for this happening or that happening or this happening, those things wouldn't happen. Never would have met Laura. Then I would never would have met any of the experiences that I had here in the past 30 years, including the most beautiful experiences that I've had just in the past few years from my grandbabies being born to having a little bit of cerebellas come into my life to having a most beautiful one come into my life at a time when I needed them more than ever before. And we know from the day that we're born that there's going to be a day that we're not here anymore. And I firmly believe, my friends, and I quoted tonight's show, when Jesus called me home, I actually, and I'm going to end with that before we go into our meditation, I've talked about a little bit before, and there's so much more. (laughs) The one thing about having weeks in between the show coming on is there's a lot more to talk about. And you know what's great about that? We have a lot more Friday night spiritual nights and, and other night spiritual nights coming up to share with each other. But the title of tonight's show for me, When Jesus Calls Me Home, right? So for me, from my experience, and I've always been very open, and people can get to a point and go, oh, Charles just went all woo-woo on us. 
No, I'm, t- I'm sharing with you everything I've known, I experienced, I can share in this moment. And I've shared before, our souls come from all over the universe and all over the dimensions. And it's good to have spiritual experiences and ask to project and connect with our souls and, and understand more about those dimensions as it relates to here and now. We're here and now for a moment that we need each other, my friends. In love and light, we're not losing the battle. We're not, we're not the headlines, right? You don't see headline, Charles healed two new people today. <laughs> and he was only one of thousands of millions of years around the world. So today, we can estimate 25 million people got healed. Those aren't the headlines. Doesn't mean it's not happening. Even when we see the grand disasters that are playing out on our planet, and there's no denying that stuff now at all, from the hurricanes to the tornadoes to the fire-nadoes, fire-nadoes in Maui. That's where our world is, friends. Fire-nadoes in a tropical paradise. (laughs) Things are not the best in our world right now on multiple levels. And everyone's seen it. And we're going to do a little prayer tonight for them and all those who, who need it around the world tonight. But communities, gone. Everything they had. Everything. Every possession. Every picture. Every computer. Every phone. Well, maybe not the phone if they took it with them, but you know what I mean. Everything. All of the things that make us feel comfortable and wonderful. And, and then where they worked and where they went to school and where they got their groceries and where they, where they went out for dinner. And where they went for some recreation, gone. Gone. It's part of their experience, right? That it is now part of their human experience. At the same time, hundreds of people, thousands of people are contributing and helping, and people are pouring in with all sorts of things. People that have lost their homes and lost everything were at the airport where all the tourists were having to leave bringing them water and cloths for their necks and some food and something to lay down on. These people have lost everything. And they're trying to make you comfortable. The battle's not over, my friends. We inherently at our core do love ourselves and each other. Part of what the Part of that design by the one. It's why, for me, the Christ consciousness came. And I believe I serve as a soul aspect that comes from the seven dimensions. That is an angel aspect. There's lots of angel aspects in our world today. I've met many of them. We know each other. We're also equal to every other aspect of, of dimensional being that's here as a soul right now, living these lives. All of us are from somewhere. All of our souls come from somewhere. And I know and I believe that I serve under that love energy of the universe. That we've, that I've come to know and experience as Jesus, I know that that experience, that being, that power, that energy is so much more than that. We've talked about the songs of the Arcturians and Patricia Peria's work and, and how when I read that book, I found out, you know, there's, there's words for the love energy and there's ways that the different dimensions look at that love energy throughout all the dimensions. So when I say, when Jesus calls me home, I am quoting one of the spiritual experiences in the very beginnings of my practice and my work, 
and it wasn't even a client, <laughs> either one of them that created that experience. But in that experience of a woman who worked for me, and so and so for me, it will be when Jesus calls me home. Whether that happens because I my life runs its experiences and it runs its course, and I experience everything I came to experience, or someone cuts my experience short. I've had more than one time in my life, and I was going to talk about that tonight. That's going to come another night where, you know, things could have happened. That where, you know, the worst, having someone rob me at gunpoint at one of my businesses that I worked at. And I remember thinking that moment, if you take me out now, that's okay because I, I'll just come back again. Luckily, they didn't. <laughs> and I'm still here. And we, that's another old story. But the, but the idea is that I knew up to that point what I know now, too, that how we impact other humans, our family, our friends, our community, our world, human and non-human, animals, nature, all the living things on our planet, that's what we came here to experience. Not just our selfish, narcissistic, how do we experience life, how do we experience a life in a way and what that impacts those around us, how? That impacts our world, how? Do we, when we walk in a room, is there love and their light and their beauty and their acceptance and their awareness? Not always because we're human and we have our rough times. But when we have a moment that we know that we've done some hurt or when someone shares with us, hey, you, you, you may not have intended, but when this happened or that happened, I felt this way. And we own it and we say, oh, my gosh, and I'm going to stop that. That's just part of that one. I'm not going to do it again. If that made you feel this way, then I don't want to make you feel that way. But my friends, how we impact others. Not just that. And that's such a win-win-win. If I'm in a love energy and I'm impacting others in a loving and beautiful way, and I'm creating beautiful things in my world, and I'm inspired, and when when there is doubt, when there is fear, when there is judgment, when there is struggle... I, I, like every other human, rally those around me to help me and help me push through those moments. I've rallied my, my housemate and my partner for tomorrow. I'm going to, you know, three teeth are being pulled. I'm going to go down. I'm going to need some help. I'm going to come back up. Use my teeth as a metaphor in a very real way for whatever it is for you. And the healing that we're always going through, right? It's a, once I get this handled and taken care of, there will be other things. That's part of being human. That's part of the experience. We know from the moment we take a breath, a moment's going to come when we take our last. But we get to choose in every moment how we impact those around us, how we impact ourselves, how we impact our world. So years ago, when I was working, and I've shared the story at least in pieces, I think, before, but I was working as a manager at a, I worked there a couple times, talk about connections. I worked there twice as manager and then twice on contract, doing contract work, but it was a a beautiful entertainment center, bowling alley, bar, nice restaurant that had been there for a long time and uh, grew to include other things. And I was working with this gal. She was one of the waitresses, and she came in one day, and she said, uh, I could tell she was having a rough time. 
and I said to her, what? Just, you know, you know, are you okay? You know what I mean? And then, and then I caught her in a moment kind of in a corner of the, of the place where there weren't a lot of people and I couldn't find her and I found her and she was, she was crying. And I'm just going to call her Debbie. I know lots of Debbies. I'm not referring to any of them, but I currently know. Uh, and I said, Debbie, are you okay? What's happened? And she said, no, um, my mom passed away. Now, I knew that Debbie lived with her mom, with her two kids, and that I'd even given her a ride home now and then after work and dropped her off. And, and, and the closest I'd ever been to her mom was one time her mom was out on the front porch area. It opened the door as Debbie was going in and kind of gave away. And Debbie worked for me for a few years. I, the place I worked was a very family-owned place. A lot of families generationally came to that place. That was their place for entertainment, their place for fun, junior bowlers, kids bowlers, all on up to pro bowlers. But they, they used it to just sometimes just come for dinner or just come for a drink or just come to get away for a few hours and have some funs. And so I, I knew that she'd been one of those families that, you know, they'd been coming for years. I just... Her mom had stopped coming because of some disabilities and some, you know, uh, physical things that she was going through. And I said, I'm so sorry. You don't have to work today. You can go home. <laughs> like, you know, I, I can call somebody in. This she goes, no, for the moment, weirdly, this is going to help me. And I have some family coming in and some brothers and sisters and people that are, you know, coming tomorrow. So if I can maybe change things around a little bit tomorrow. But tonight, I kind of need this. My kids are... Are with a friend. They don't even know what's happened yet. I don't. I'm not ready to go home. It kind of helps me to be here. Is that all right? And I'm like, absolutely. And when you need to go, you let me know. <laughs> I can be when your time when that time runs out. You let me know. And you know if this becomes too much or something, you know. And I and she's like, don't say anything to anybody. I'm like, no, I won't. Not my business, right? Not my business to say what's happening for you. If you but you just let me know. And then she worked the first part of the shift, and then came to the, the second part of the shift and she was like, you know, I can help get this started and I can go and like, you know, slow enough, you just go whenever you're ready. And, and that night when I got home and I was already in a mind, body, spirit place, I was studying to be a hypnotherapist at that time while I was also working as a manager there, I was going to school and I was doing my own mind, body, spirit. If you've been a follower or listener, you know that there's, you know, there's a lot of things I'd experienced in my life at that point. I've always been open to the other side, no matter how you want to put it, you know. Um, I, I had a friend of mine one time that when he saw the sixth sense, he was like, that was your childhood. In some ways, it absolutely was. That's the best way to describe it. And I got home that night, and my part of the time had already gone to bed, and I was just going to go to relaxing mode, maybe do a little meditating. And I was definitely going to send some love and light to Debbie and her family. And... Uh, All of a sudden, her mom is there. And I can feel it by the energy, but in the way that I experienced things, she was there. Like she was not 3D in human form to the degree that I was. Like I couldn't touch her hand, but I could see her and I could feel her and it was powerful. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm sending you love and light. And, you know, and she goes, I, I need your help. There, I need, there's something you need to do for me. 
I'm like, okay, what, you know, what, what, what do you need? How can I help? And she said, I want you to write something down. I want you to write something down and I want you to give it to Debbie and her brothers and sisters. I'm like, all right, sure, cool. All right, what do you, and I, all right, what, what do you want me to write down? And she said, I'm here in Jesus' arms looking down. All right, I like that. I feel like in my meditations and some of the meditations we've shared together about the love energy, including the one just a few weeks ago, I've been in Jesus' arms. I've been in that cradling of love, all right? And she, and then the next words were, and I've never been so angry. What? Never been so angry. Okay, so I wrote it out. And I continued to write out word for word or experience, you know, it's, it's interesting the way it flows. I think it, I think our minds are the translators or the computers that turn it into the words. If you look, in the best way to describe it, a feeling and energy comes over and then it's like, you know, that flows into words. And the words were basically paraphrasing that I've never been angry. I'm looking down and, and I taught you to be better than this. I see you arguing and fighting and and sniping at each other. I remember that word, sniping, okay? It's sniping, okay, at each other. And that is not the way I raised him. That is not who you are. Stop it. Remember I'm watching, and remember I love you, and remember I'm connected to you, even in this time that you miss me, I miss you, but we're still connected, and I love you. Come back to the love. Remember Love each other, support each other, be there for each other. And I'm paraphrasing a piece of the end there, but the idea. So I wrote it out, and I was like, I am not going to deliver this. <laughs> I mean, I said, you know, come on. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I even folded the paper as I'm folding my little notes tonight. I even folded the paper and was like, yeah, okay. That was a thing. <laughs> I'm going to go, you know, I think I'm going to go get a glass of wine and I would relax a little bit and I might play a little Madden and, you know, I am done with you. I wrote your thing to be your done. She would not leave me alone. Throughout that entire night, she would not leave me alone. I barely got any sleep. I did my own connecting with guides and spirit and prayed and the answer was, Charles, deliver this letter. So I bought a sympathy card and I folded the letter inside and I put a little prick on the top and said, you know, I had this experience, this was shared with me and I am sharing it with you. And later that day I went to work because I went by their house, you know, I knew the house because I dropped her off a few times. I went by the house and I knocked on the door and I delivered the card and they said, come on in. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'll pass. I'm not, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Here you go. Uh, you know, uh, and I, I said, heading to work, you know, I wish I could stay. I'll come by, you know, later. Nope. <laughs> and I actually had other things to do before I got to work. And a few hours later, I got to work and I came into work and I came into the bar in the area that one of the areas I was managing. And here sitting at a table, I could see Debbie and I could see three people I'd never met before. And I could see the card open and the letter unfolded on the table. And as I walked up, one of her brothers, who was a pretty big dude, stood up 
I actually winced and kind of went backwards. He was like, whoa, 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 dude. I was going to give you a hug. I wasn't going to hit you. I'm like, okay, because I wasn't sure. And I'm not sure I would have blamed you. Either response. <laughs> and he said, no, no, no. And he, he gave me a hug. And he sat down. He goes, and he put his hand on that letter. And he tapped that paper. And he said, on the table. And he said, this must have been so hard for you. And we can't thank you enough. And he said, we've talked to Debbie, and we know that you know Debbie, but you know that you guys don't know each other really well. And she has assured us that she's never shared with you something that our mother always used to say. And we just want to confirm it with you. Did you know that while we were alive, while we were being raised as children, even when we became adult children, one of our mother's favorite sayings was, when I'm in the arms of Jesus looking down. I had, I got goosebumps. I was, I, you know, I could feel the spirit moving through me. I could feel her right behind me. No, no, I didn't know that. Charles the human had zero awareness because that was something that your mother said. That was a profound moment for me as much as it was for them sharing it with you now and that happened gosh probably nearly 30 years ago and it became one of so many profound moments when i realized and was and i was able to be a part of it because of what the facilitation because whether it was a facilitation from someone like that Someone from the other side saying, hey, Charles, go do this. Or it was a facilitation for somebody in their healing, in their journey, and them sharing their experiences over and over and over again. It came back to love. And the difference between love and hate, love and judgment, love fear and how easy it can be and I've been through so many times when I've been there for people in their during their end of life and I meant to share a bunch more of that but we're going to do it in future shows um, that it came to light over and over again that in those times there would in, in those end of life times you would see people either come together or pull apart all over the person they loved come together or pull apart and when I watch our world right now and when I think about the world that Jesus talked about that Buddha talked about when I think about what I sense and experience from all of the dimensions and all of the soul consciousness and all the awareness that I've experienced in my life and I've watched other people experience It comes to a very easy concept that we came here to experience everything we could experience together with each other. And then when we got here, the most delicious, 
in the most horrific part of this game, part of this experience of being human, is we all have free choice. Free choice to create amazing, beautiful change in our world. Free choice to bring healing and connection and awareness into our world. Free choice to experience free of fear and judgment every single moment of this life we can possibly allow ourselves to experience. Or we could make the opposite decision. We can hurt. We can destroy. We can abuse. It's free choice. The awareness of that choice is so empowering, my friend. The awareness of that choice and the awareness that you are a mind, body, and spirit. If there might be times that your mind and your body are hurting and you need help, but it's there. That help is there within your own consciousness, within the spirit, within the one, within the magical, beautiful universe that surrounds us. That help is there with the friends and the partners and the lovers, not just lovers in a partnership way, but lovers of life that join you on the journey. We have a choice. We have a choice to heal. We have a choice to let go of that hurt and that hate and that trauma and create a healed, whole, awesome, celebrated person. To let go of the judgments and the fears and the attacks for whatever reason. To have enough confidence and strength and love for yourself that when bad things are happening or someone's hurting you, you can stand up for yourself. You can reach out to a friend and say, help me get out, help me get away. I deserve better. When you find that the struggles and the hurts in your life are impacting the way that you're acting, the way that you're being, the way that you're experiencing life, you have the courage and the inspiration and the strength within yourself and those around you to reach out and bring yourself into that place of healing bring yourself into that place of love bring yourself into that place of life to allow yourself yes to go through the hurt one more time to never have to go through it again because once you're healed and strong and confident you won't make that you won't be in those same places. And when someone comes around and they try to hurt you or they try to bring judgment or fear or they try to put you in an abusive place, you're going to go, no, I'm strong and I'm confident and I'm not going to allow that to happen, my friend. I'm going to, I'm going to choose something different. And we've covered a lot tonight and I had so much more. And that's good in its own way. But tonight I want to before we go into our guided meditation, our spiritual experience, and tonight we're going to have a beautiful guided meditation, spiritual experience. It's going to, it's going to be one of our longer ones. And as always, once we start the meditation, the experience, we're going to let the music play out, allow this experience to be everything that you need it to be tonight. And this is going to be a guided meditation, spiritual experience to bring your body, mind, consciousness, and awareness into your life. 
and bring you the inspirations of all that you came here to be and experience. To let go of the judgments and fears and begin to remember both those beautiful moments that have already happened in your life, right? Those beautiful moments when you knew in that moment, this is part of why I came. This is part of why I'm here. Like Mark Twain said, you know, the day you were born and the day you know why. And we're always discovering why. Allow yourself to remember some of the beautiful moments and some of the amazing transformations that took place in your life and the life of others to bring you to this place in your life. To bring you to imagine for a moment all of the connections and all of the different experiences that are out there for you to experience in so many ways. And my friends, I want to see your inspiration. I want to see your creations come to life. For you and your family and your community in our world. And tonight I want to say thank you to Elizabeth DeFreyas and the beautiful, beautiful music and inspirational sounds and nature sounds that we are sharing. You can go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com. You can also put her name into many of your music streaming services and she'll be there. She has albums of beautiful meditation music you can listen to. You can go to Heart Sounds by Elizabeth and listen to this beautiful music without my voice anytime that you want to and every time that you need to. She also has a beautiful place there where you can, if you're enjoying that music and enjoying and it brings some positive and some goodness in your life, she has a little tip jar there that you can put a few dollars in. You can also purchase some music. But she, like me, gives a lot of the experience for you to have and a lot of her music for you to experience. And if it touches you and it brings goodness, then we trust and we believe in you and we believe that you'll reach out and say thank you. And if the works that we do together and the meditations that I offer touch your life and bring goodness into your life, then my friends, I ask you if, if you're in a place of prosperity, if you're a place of blessing, send us an email to relaxletgobe at gmail.com and say, hey, Charles, I'd like to help. I thank you. Thank you for your meditation tonight. I enjoy hearing from you. You do not have to make a donation. You do not have to do private sessions. And we will not send a bunch of emails to you. When you, email, when, you email, when you email us with questions or with sharing your experience or with offering to make a one-time or monthly donation, my friends, we accept that, we welcome that, and we leave you alone. <laughs> we don't, but, you know, I'm about the mind-body-spirit experience and love experience being throughout, and I've learned some things, and I learned some things that I like, and I like getting a bunch of emails saying this, that, or the other thing. And if you reach out to us, my friends, we will only reach out to you to thank you and to provide you that if you want to donate, we'll provide you the ways that you can do that. If we touch your life in a way that has been impactful for you and has created a change and you want to be thankful, well, that's why our show is here. Our show is to allow people to have many different ways to experience letting go of fear and judgment, relaxing your mind and body, and with great joy being all of who you are. And again, we are not going to be with you until Monday or Wednesday of next week, depending on what happens for me. Stay tuned. It'll either be the 21st or the 23rd. I think I said the 14th, and that's like yesterday. So we'll be with you next week. I will do my best as I'm feeling able and upload a few shows 
in between now and then for you to listen to some of our wonderful past shows and guests. And I thank you for joining me tonight, my friend. I thank you for being part of the journey. And I thank you for allowing whatever gifts that I can bring to you tonight through this meditation to be there for you. If you've tuned in tonight, there's a part of you that is seeking to know more about why you're here. They're seeking maybe there's some judgments and some fears and some abuse and some trauma that's happened in your life that's that's preventing you from being fully in love with yourself, from trusting and loving others in your life. And my friends, one meditation is not going to do it, but it can help. It could be part of the tool. Please, if you're hurting, if you're struggling, reach out to your friends and family. Use this meditation, this prayer to guide you to the person that in your life that in this moment you need to be connected and part of that might help you. And I can be here for you to all the different ways that I can. If you reach out to me, I will listen. I will reach out to you. But my friends, if you need physical or mental or spiritual help in this moment and you have fears and judgments on yourself that make you feel less than, make you feel that you're not worthy, that you can't possibly be worth the struggle or worth the work, worth the talent of, of, a, of a facilitator. My friends, you are. We need you. We want you. We love you. I do love you. I say that not flippantly. I love the humans I share this planet with. I'm here to help those that are hurting the most. I'm not here. I don't care if a million people listen to my show. I don't care if I make $2 in donation or 2000 I don't. What I care about is the person that needs it the most, I was there for. The person that was struggling and, and found the show in the moment that helped him, in the moment that brought some clarity, some inspiration, some confidence, some strength in their life, that's why I do it. So tonight, my friends, as we go into our meditation, as we go into this moment, I want you to join me in a moment of prayer and meditation, just in prayer and meditation to all those in Maui who have suffered losing everything they have. And if you're one of those people that have some ways that you might be able to reach out and help and look for ways to help, my friends, please do. And we ask God and Spirit and angels to be present with those who need it the most, to be present to those who in this moment are suffering. Those in Maui, those in Ukraine, who are suffering and fighting for freedom, for independence, for equality for all. And yet they're losing their friends and their family and their brothers and their sisters and their mothers and their fathers. Please send them special blessings of love in this moment. For those who may have lost a loved one in a tragedy that's taken place either by created by our world or created by other humans. In this moment, we want to join together and send as much love and inspiration and healing for them as we can in this moment. And for those out there that are thinking of doing horrible things in the name of God, whatever God's name they claim, Lord, we are praying that if their hearts can be touched, if their minds can be touched, 
if someone around them can sense or feel or become connected for this moment and bring them some love and bring them some healing and stop this from happening, will you please pray for that? We also know that there's going to be people that do bad things and there are going to be people that are hurting so bad that they hurt others. And Lord, we pray deeply that you reach out and touch those who are hurt and bring them the compassion and the love and the healing that they need to continue to experience their life in a beautiful way. And we ask for you to come into each of our hearts and our minds. We're human. We've had moments we've struggled. We've had moments we've doubted. We've had moments we've had so much fear or judgment about ourselves or about our inspirations or about our missions that we allowed it to stop us or cripple us or hurt us. And God, we wish for you now to bring us the strength, to bring us the healing, to bring us the confidence. to do all that we came here to experience, all that we came here to share. And in this moment, my friends, just allowing yourself, allowing yourself to go into a beautiful and relaxed place, nothing to think about, nothing to do. Just taking a few moments and allowing yourself to feel and sense and be in the energy of the universe, the energy of your soul. Allow yourself to feel and sense and be in this flow of energy that brings into your heart and into your mind and into your consciousness and into your body a healing, a peace, a wisdom. Allowing yourself for a few moments just to let go of any stress or anxieties or fear. For a few moments, allow the sound of my voice, the sounds of nature, the sounds and vibrations of the music to bring you into a place of peace, of relaxation, a place of letting go of any stress or judgments or fears and being relaxed and peaceful and healed. Allowing yourself in this moment to feel and sense this powerful, beautiful energy flowing into all of your consciousness, all of your awareness, all of your mind and body. Allowing yourself a few moments just to relax and let go of the fears, let go of the judgments, let go of the stress. If you've suffered hurts or traumas or abuse in your life, Allowing yourself to feel and experience the love flowing from the source, flowing from your soul, flowing into your heart, your mind, and your body. Allow yourself to feel and to begin to experience the healing that you need in this moment. To allow yourself to know that you're not defined by the actions of another person who hurts you. You're not defined by the abuse that another person chose to bring into your experience. You're not defined by the judgments and fears of others 
that come against you because of your gender, your ethnicity, your sexuality, your spiritual path. Allow yourself for a few moments to just be in the flow of this love and this energy and this awareness. Allow yourself letting go of everything else to be in the flow of the consciousness, the flow of the awareness, the flow of the spirit, your spirit, your soul, your consciousness. The part of the dimensional universe that's beyond our imagination, beyond our knowing, we can get little pieces and little ideas and little thoughts But what we do know is that that beautiful soul, that beautiful consciousness, that awareness that exists, that existed before this life and will exist after this life, that awareness shows you in this moment. That soul consciousness, that soul awareness chose to be in your mind, in your body, in your life at this moment. Why? For a few moments, allow yourself to become more and more aware, more and more connected. More and more in the experience of why that soul came to be you in this moment, in this lifetime, in this experience. Allow yourself to feel that you can let go of any stress and anxiety and frustration. You take some deep, relaxing breath and breathe in the love and the light. Breathe out the fear and the judgment. Breathe in inspiration and peace. Breathe out struggle and frustration. Breathe in wisdom and confidence. Let go judgment and fear. Breathe in healing and empowerment and compassion. Let go of hate, negativity. Allow yourself for a few moments to feel, to sense, to be all all of who you are in this moment, all of who you came to share this beautiful experience of life with. Allow yourself in this moment of relaxation and peace to reach out to your soul, to 
to reach out to the source, to reach out to your guides and angels and all those who come in love and light, all those who come in the name of Jesus, in the name of love, in the name of celebration, celebration of life, celebration of experience, celebration of being all of who you are. And allow yourself in this moment to become more and more aware of your life, inspiration, and all you came here to be and experience. Allowing yourself just for a few moments to go deeper, easily even deeper into the experience of your consciousness, of your awareness, of your soul. Allowing yourself to feel the grounding to this beautiful planet, this beautiful world, this beautiful earth that we experience together. To become one with the experience of your soul, of your mind, of your body. To allow yourself to soar into the sky, fly high up where the eagles fly. And see and experience your world, your consciousness, your awareness in a new way. Allow yourself to begin to sense and feel the more you connect with your consciousness, the more you connect with your soul, the more that you connect with all of who you are. You can allow yourself to begin to see from above, to see your life, to see the connections to your life. To see the moments in your life that were beautiful, inspired, those connections were coming. That moment was why, part of why you're here right now. Allow yourself for a few moments to go on a deep journey of self-discovery, self-awareness, self-inspiration, of the power confidence and compassion that is you.
allowing yourself to connect even deeper, even easier, even stronger, the moments of your life have been the connectors, the awareness to why you're here. Allow yourself in this moment to begin to connect with the inspiration, the guidance and the wisdom for the experience yet to unfold for you, my friend. For the inspirations and mission and beautiful ways that you are going to bring compassion and love and awareness into our world. I love you, my friends. Have a beautiful, deep, relaxing experience, connecting even more, even deeper with your callings in this moment, with your soul bringing into your conscious awareness many of the experiences many of the reasons truly my friend why you are here in this lifetime in this moment on this world good night
Thank you.